Hey guys, it's Belle. Welcome back to Go From Here. If this is your first time, welcome to my podcast. I share my crazy, wonderful, beautiful, chaotic life journey through these amazing people that I've met along the way. If you are back because you have been listening for quite some time now, thank you. I always appreciate you. Um, <laughs> this is my awkward introduction to... I haven't done awkward introductions in a while. My special guest this week is Gerard Tiang, and he was someone that I actually was very fortunate to meet on social media, and he's one of the coolest people I now know. He is a new dad. He's worked in the social media industry for as long as he can remember. And now he's, I guess, more in the background, more of the hands-on social media aspect of everything. And he was kind enough to be a guest on my podcast and kind enough to introduce me to an entire community on Twitter which was probably one of the coolest experiences I've had in a really long time. COVID sucks. <laughs> but I think you guys will really like this episode. He was so, 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 so much fun to talk to and very easy to just kind of ask questions and go through, you know, life things with him. I tried to get him to tell more dad jokes, but, you know, he uh, might reserve that for another episode or if you guys want to follow him, I will obviously have all of his socials on my description. And I I know you guys will like this episode. He was a really cool person. And I am excited. So I will see you guys next week. Okay, bye. How is, how's the new dad life? <laughs> well, are we starting? <laughs> is yeah, this it? Yeah, um, yeah. It's good. It's, um, you know, people ask me, um, what's, what is it like? Uh, just more responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, my, my, uh, my, my wife grew me with two dogs to kind of take care of. And so oh. that really, 
ease the transition and stuff like that. You know, just the stakes are a lot higher now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You're responsible for a human being. I get that. Yeah. Big time. Uh, How's, I mean, (laughs) I hear that all the time though. Like a lot of couples get pets before Mm. they, you know, are plan on having a child. Is it really Mm -hmm. that similar? I mean, aside from having like an actual human being to take care of. Um, It gets you in the routine of, you know, um, you just got a cat, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it it just gets somebody who's uninitiated like me in the routine of feeding and walking and thinking of people outside of your own body, um, you know? Yeah. And then when you have a kid, there's a whole mental aspect of it. (laughs) Well, I mean, even with the pet, you know, it's like, if you don't take care of the pet, like you don't walk it or play with, play with the dog enough, it's going to pee everywhere, get mad at you. And so it's just, uh, you know, consequences and stuff like that. You know, truthfully, um, I inherited her dog. She had a dog. And when I, you know, got with her, that became my dog, my, like my real first dog. And then we, uh, we adopted, or bot, so to say, <laughs> a second dog. Um, and then it became double the responsibility. And now we have two dogs and the kid. And now it's like, oh God, it feels like too much. Oh, you have a big family now. Yeah, I know. And I, I just, so yeah, I told you that the background, we just moved in with our in-laws. So um, we took basically our household of five, you know, the three humans and two dogs, moved them into a household with three other adult units and we're all cohabitating it's oh my God. It's, it's a big transition things are stressful <laughs> oh, is that because of covid that you guys moved in with your in-laws uh no it's just um you know historically uh she has a couple of brothers and sisters and grandma has always taken care of those kids but okay. you know those that's far in between now grandma's getting older um we can't have her like driving back and forth to our house every day. So moving in makes us closer to proximity to grandma who gives the child the best care while we both work. Right. Save some money. So that's basically it. Aww. A little sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, that's very typical of an Asian family though. I think. <laughs> I, I think it's, um, I think it's, I can't speak really for other um, ethnicities, cultures, or races. Um but I'm used to it. I didn't move out of the house till I was like 30. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's that's typical. So I'm used to the life. Yeah, no, agreed. I, I'm 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 not like it's usually almost like it's not taboo, but it's strange to hear other like my friends and stuff. And I like we all moved really young, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a gas moment for all our families to have us all move out so young we were everyone was just like oh my god like why what happened like did you right. what did you do <laughs> we're like, well, we just kind of we just we just moved so you know it's fine sure yeah. i mean i've listened i've listened to other like podcasts before this you've jumped around across canada for quite a bit so yeah i don't yeah. know how long you've been stayed in each one of these zones but you've seen at least your country that part of the world I, yeah. I literally, I haven't all but one year that I spent in Atlanta about two years ago, uh, I moved out for a job and um, that was like my only little outside my bubble I've ever really kind of been. So I never moved out for college, never really kind of had that, you know, out of home experience again, really late moving out of my, my parents' house. And then I, I just moved down the street or, you know, just on the other side of town. So it wasn't oh. really a big deal. 
And then, you know, you get married, have a kid and all of a sudden you're, you're an adult. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, you're really, you weren't missing out on too much. Maybe just a little less headache with clashing with your parents so much. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's nice. Cause then I get to miss them a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The distance. I mean, you know, truthfully, um, COVID's been kind of weird. They, I, I, it's, I feel like I've moved out, you know, long enough, but now we've kind of thrown this wrench into things and we don't know how to gauge each other. Like we don't right. know the rules of engagement. So I have this new baby now and they've really kind of been, I think maybe they've been overcompensating or at least that's what I've been told. So, you know, the kid's like four or five months now, but they've only oh. met my, my grand, my, my mom and my dad one or two times. Oh, really? Yeah. And, you know, it was always for me, it was like, oh man, I just really want this kid to be surrounded by love. I, yeah. I myself didn't really grow up with elders. So I don't really have those memories of like having grandma and grandpa around. And, you know, this is yeah, my, my life experiences moving out late and all this kind of stuff. Uh, like I had never held a baby until I held my first, my only child, like oh, four yeah. months ago. So it's just like, <laughs> It's all waves kind of crashing in. Yeah. I mean, your research, is, your research isn't going to tell you that. People just don't take me too seriously. <laughs> no, I mean, my research has told me that a lot of people think of you in a very high way. I, like everyone that you tagged on Twitter was just like, oh my God, Gerard tagged me. And I'm like, wow, I'm like interviewing the coolest person on earth right now. <laughs> no, no. We, we just, um, you know, really... A lot of those people I, I met kind of later in life, um, you know, uh, some of them are high school friends and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, you really kind of adopt this, maybe this personality or maybe even your own personal philosophy to really not bring people down, start yeah. drama, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. once you get out of high school, maybe you shed a few problematic people in your life and you really get to pick and choose then you really kind of say, oh, this is what it's about. And, you know, when I was working with them, it's just like, okay, let's get our stuff done and let's have as much fun as possible. Listen, we know that everyone wants to stay extra safe these days. And that's why we're sharing our experiences with Instacart. With their personal shoppers, curbside pickup, or delivery straight to our door, we're able to worry less. Instacart also offers same-day delivery and live updates on their app. We love the apps. Try Instacart today. If you're not really creating headaches for other people, especially in your professional life, then hopefully that kind of comes off. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so cool. I mean, I love that. And you definitely give off um, like a very specific energy. Like you're, you're very like warm and friendly at the same time, but also I can tell that you have a lot of fun. Like you're constantly, you know, you're probably learning all your dad jokes now. <laughs> we had them stored. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I bet. Uh, you know, uh, we're both Filipino. I don't know if you knew that about me, but Filipino dad jokes are top tier. Oh, they're so good. They're <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> they're so good. Like you don't want to laugh at Filipino dad jokes, but like you have to, cause they're just so ridiculous sometimes that it's mm -hmm, funny mm -hmm. because of that reason. So please at any point, if you want to put in a dad joke. Yeah, there, there is oh, no bottom. Yeah. <laughs> what I've no. learned, which is basically, you know, like, this is where my personality comes from. It's a little bit of all these things. And the internet, internet's kind of perverted, like my yeah. humor. 
<laughs> as it, everybody has their own relationship with it. And I've, I've kind of adopted, you know, cringe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> part of my personality, and that's fine. You know? Yeah. No. It allows you to laugh at yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I love that. I love, uh, I, I kind of had a feeling that you were one of those wonderful people who could laugh at themselves. That's, that's a hard thing to do sometimes to, oh. to be able to like <laughs> laugh at yourself. Is it? Uh, I think, well, I mean, for, for myself, I'm very self-critical. Um, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I, I, I think that's the last emotion I have when it comes to things that go wrong or things that I can't control. Is it to laugh at myself and kind of go with it? It's always like, I have to fix it or mm-hmm. I have to change it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the, that's the non-public side. I'm, I get pretty hard on myself too. Yeah. I mean, when you drop a big mistake and it's just like you just mull over it. Yeah. What did I do? What can I do better? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, basically when you're online, it's really hard to see all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. You've, you, I mean, your entire career, like if, if I'm wrong, please correct me, but it mm. seems like you've been online forever. <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? <laughs> That's insane. Like, how does that, how, like, like, if you can go into it a little bit, like, how did it start? And, you know, why did you choose to be, a, like, essentially an online personality? Okay. Um, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a personality who's online, but nece- I don't think I'm anywhere near Logan Paul. Oh, Maybe I don't, I don't think anyone wants to be Logan Paul. <laughs> uh, he's all right. It's Jake Paul you don't want to be. <laughs> You know, truthfully, the online portion of it came really late for me. I was late to the internet where a lot of people, you know, had AOL and CDs 3.0 or below. That dates me very, very hard. Oh, wow. Um, and so I think I was maybe 16, 17 before I actually flipped the switch to 56K <laughs> and got online. And then it's just like, you know, I think I, the theme about this is that, you know, your relationship with technology can really mold you in certain ways. And for me, it was jumping into just the bigger world, right? Right. Somebody who's never been outside their city, somebody who's never, well, that's pretty much it. <laughs> right. Now they're just people that you can reach out and talk to yeah. at any second, jump into a chat room um, before we had a Twitter sphere yeah. and that's just how communication has evolved. So whether or not you kind of, I would say, <clears throat> you know, roll with how technology really kind of shapes how we communicate and stuff like that. You know, I feel like I'm old enough to where I've seen, I've, we've, we've had to code switch and even adapt as we go along and switch that up. It's starting to mature a little bit more now, but obviously there's a next app that comes along the way. Right. But it's just taking another, it's just taking advantage of just voice, video, whatever have you. So um, for me, like even when I signed up and these social media like things started happening, like Twitter, I was pretty dormant for a long time. And then around like seven to eight years later, um, I like met my niece that I never met <laughs> ever. And she's like all grown up, like 13, 14. And I'm just watching her from, from the back and seeing her react on like social media. She's like liking everything, sharing everything, commenting this. And I was like, oh, wow. Like I've been doing it all wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> and that kind of just started the downward like snowball effect of me 
um, really going all in, sharing a lot more, um, you know, supporting. And then the people you meet along the way, you really start to pick up on their habits. Um, and this is who you get at the end of it. <laughs> right, right. For better or for worse, because, you know, they're the worst case examples of that too, you know? Yeah. Uh, as a profession, um, yeah, I... G4 was a place where I worked at. And, you know, I feel like we were one of the first people or companies or media entities that were really kind of embracing the interactivity with like Twitter. And now like we have Twitter post shows or like, um, you know, conversations and all that kind of hashtag stuff. So that's where the nexus of that came into professionally. Um, But I never thought that I was going to be like a social media professional. Oh, because I went to, college or university for like uh, film and television. Cool. So I was working at G4 as like a production assistant, um, you know, thinking I was going to make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this is 2000, mid 2000s. And like YouTube was literally just starting. Yeah. Right? Um, and we didn't have all the influencers that we do now. And that kind of vision of what, um, how you can really kind of use these tools to make a brand for yourself or entertain new things or content, such an ubiquitous, ubiquitous term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that's, that's such an interesting, um, I guess like path for you because you, you know, mentioning that you're kind of late in the game in terms of technology yeah. wise, and then kind of now you're like fully in it because you're, you're, doing things like social media is essentially like the core of the internet at this point. Mm. And everything you do is, is is in social media. Um, did, do you ever have moments of like, because you've had all those experiences uh, like in the background to create content, to want to do your own thing as opposed to doing it for other people? Well, that was, that was the plan, right? Yeah. I mean, before YouTube was a thing, like if you dug out my college tapes and projects, yeah, some of that stuff will look like some of the early influencer stuff that you see now. Like I could have been not this, not to, not to say like, okay, really? Like would I have been the next Smosh? Maybe, maybe not. Right. But there are parallels there. Like, you know, people are just kind of making videos out of like webcam stuff and like just goofing around and just yeah. lip syncing and all this kind of stuff. I was doing a lot of silly stuff. And, you know, now my stage is what we have now, like Twitter. That's my preferred, you know, area. Right. Um, but the long and short of it, like uh, in high school, I was the drama kid. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, the drama kid. <laughs> and when you decide, like, what are we going to do for college? I was like, well, I can pursue theater and become an actual actor. Right. Um, I decided to go with television and film because it just seemed more feasible. Um, I, I don't really want to, you know, just kind of like, I don't have any heroes. I don't know karate. Right. <laughs> I don't see myself. Representation matters. Um, I don't know how, how much percent of it is that, but, okay, you know, now 10 years removed, I'm kind of like in my own career looking back and being like, could I have been this, you know, movie star? Yeah. 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 Um, who knows, but I never really gave it a fair shot. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the best I'm going to do 
Yeah. I'm okay. I can live with it. Yeah. Hopefully my kid has better opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has or more great- confidence. Yeah. You know I mean, it's really yeah. what it is, confidence. Yeah. No, agreed. It takes, I mean, putting yourself out there is constantly like this vulnerability space mm-hmm. that you are hoping that the internet doesn't just completely tear down in the <laughs> <laughs> you know? How do you do it? <laughs> I mean, I don't read comments that are mean a lot mm-hmm. of the time, or, you know, sometimes I have like, I, ha- I mean, the internet can be in, like ridiculously mean sometimes. So I try not to let it get to me, but a lot of the time I laugh at them because they're just, there are comments that I'm just like, I don't, I like, you really have nothing better to do. Like, there's just, mm. you know, it, it's, it's stuff like that. And I think I enjoy podcasting so much and I get to meet really cool people like you, oh. um, <laughs> that, you know, it, it doesn't stop me. Thank you. <laughs> it doesn't stop me from like wanting to continue. I think. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, really if you scroll down like all my stuff isn't controversial by any means (laughs) like I pick and choose my battles it's like you can have bad takes about food yeah and no one really gets hurt unless you know (laughs) I'm just like big Frito-Lay is not gonna like shed a tear because I don't like Cool Ranch Doritos okay I'm sorry yeah (laughs) but um that's really that's where my strike zone is I really can't feel that's how it's my release of sorts yeah and uh you know just try to have fun yeah do you ever worry about um because you are so prominent on like twitter and, and other social medias that your career <laughs> like, oh. no i know i know like I, I, I know you're so humble in the sense that obviously you don't think that but i do like i i've seen your resume and i was like holy shit like there's so much that you've done um like I, I grew up with, like you and I grew up with the internet, but I was late too because, you know, my parents, um, like we were middle class, but, you know, they, they didn't think that the internet or computers were well worth my time. Mm-hmm. Um, so growing up late into it too, I was just like, well, books are great. Like I don't need to search anything. I just look it up on like an encyclopedia or something. Right. Um, but, but with you, you know, you, everything that you've done so far is like seen. And, uh, and I'm, I'm curious, do you worry about being, you know, on social media and people noticing? Um, I, I think when I did flip the switch, I said to myself, I, I think, yeah, I was, I was more responsible about or really well-intentioned about what I was going to do. I had to take a look at myself and be like, are you going to be putting yourself out there? Yeah. Because people can dig it up. Yeah. Right. I've had my stumbles, public stumbles. Um, and hopefully none of that kind of comes up. <laughs> 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 Nothing Sorry. too obvious, I hope. But a lot of it, like, you know, even like a guy like Logan Paul, let's just say. Um, I, I want to say that at his core, he's probably not such a bad guy, but he was definitely more immature back in the day. Yeah. So, you know, outside of, point of no return kind of like criminal offenses and stuff like you know yeah um people do change i've, I've learned to accept that myself I, I haven't really been 
attempted to be canceled. I don't think <laughs> I embrace, <laughs> I embrace my haters and they, be, they're, they're, they're actually even my closest friends, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and if that's not the case, then, you know, I don't have to be there. I could start a new thing, go private, whatever have you. Yeah. You know, there's going to, I mean, even, even the worst people can find their own communities. So for me, true. no big deal. Yeah. And, and, you know, they're bigger fish to fry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just out here. I'm just out here talking about rice. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like every, every six months I'll, I'll just tweet out like, uh, like literally fried chicken with steamed rice. <laughs> like, oh my God. I love KFC with rice. Just plain white rice. <laughs> yeah, It's the best. And I don't understand why people don't like, have it try this. It's, is it just a Filipino? Oh, it's cause of Jollibee, isn't it? I don't know. Um, no, I mean, rice isn't really, um, I mean, if no one's really asked me, it's like this, this you eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every day. Yeah. The same way. With everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how to explain to anybody else. Yeah. No, I, I don't you, get it either. what you grew up doing. I remember when I, you know, I, for a while I was outside. I, I live in the San Gabriel Valley and there's a really large, you know, Asian population here. But for, for a little bit, I was removed, uh, like in the San Bernardino County where I was the only like Asian in my grade. And that almost feels like the whole world because you, your your universe is the, your classmates of thirty, right? Your yeah, yeah. Um, I remember, oh geez, I remember going to like a sleepover for some like classmate's birthday, and I had never had French toast in my life. <laughs> oh my god! So you know, it's bread dipped in egg, fried like a pancake, put syrup on it. I had never had so I've never had. French toast. I had never had maple syrup. I had never encountered what powdered sugar was. So yeah. <laughs> when the, the when the parent, you know, the person in charge of the household is like, okay, everybody line up. And we have our paper plates and you, you plop this piece of bread down. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. And they're like, they're, they're kind of like talking to me. It's like this, this poor kid, like, I don't know what to do with them. It's like, do you want um, maple syrup? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and then I go like, well, how about uh powdered sugar i'm like there's another kind of sugar like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. i ate that thing plain with butter <laughs> oh <my God> <laughs> and i could hear them talking to me just like this kid's like whoa i've never it's just me my my limited experiences now i'm all in i'm eating french toast i got that notch in my belt i'm good I'm living life the best i can you know i i really hope that i have a full life of try everything you know yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, I think, I think it's so cool to hear um, from like another Filipino because mm. I had the same experiences and I thought I was like the weirdest kid in class to not have like anything outside of rice and, you know, like Longanisa or. Yeah. Or, well, like, here's another one. I went to like dinner at my friend's house and he was white. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> but then um, I was like, can I have a spoon? Because they only have brought up the fork. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And and for like the longest time, I was like, should I like learn how to use a fork? Like, mm -hmm. like how do you use it by itself? 
yeah without like the you know the spoon yeah. it's such gotta, a like, weird concept balance it into your mouth yeah. and, and then like maybe like, stab, your, exactly. stab your <laughs> i'm like i like to pack it in the spoon yeah yeah <laughs> exactly <go. laughs> exactly the spoon has like no holes in it mm-hmm. so everything fit nicely the fork has holes in it so everything mm-hmm. would fall through there's no point um do you <laughs> use i mean now i'm curious do you use a fork more often than a spoon now because i do um my wife is more traditionally chinese and since moving with the outlaws i've been using uh, in-laws i've been using chopsticks a lot more oh i love it. it no problem but the one thing about this household is that they do not have a single plate <laughs> in this household so i'm eating everything out of bowls oh yes I like oh no, but I need I need a plate. I need a plate. I need it to spread out. I need to like corral some things and you know, yeah. not, they all just sit at the bottom and I can't do anything with this. Oh my god, I love that. It's so funny. Growing older, I started using bowls more because I liked like mushing everything together and it drove mm. my parents crazy because they were just like, but like your ulam is here and your rice is there, and then you like put it together in the middle. I'm like, but right. a bowl, it just does it itself, you know? There's either a podcast, an article, or something I remember from a long time ago. This person made a cookbook of just bowl recipes. Oh. And, you know, the, the basic thing behind it was it's just that, you know, when you eat things out of a bowl, everything's so comfortable, like cereals and soups, yeah. maybe even like a salad. And so it's just a <clears throat> basically just a, a cookbook, just bowl recipes. But that's basically oh. what you're saying. It's just all nice and cozy in the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, I was, so one of my, my, my like biggest questions to ask you is uh, how does it feel to work for the companies that you've worked for so far? And please, if you want to name drop, you can name drop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm just surviving truthfully. Yeah. Um, I was really happy to work at G4. Like I I have such warm feelings for that place and they're coming back this summer. Um, because it was just like, if you're 18 or 22, yeah, coming out of college and you're like, I want to work at a place like that. It's like, oh, it's video games. It's television. It's internet. It's like everybody, I remember like, you know, be like, you work there. Oh my God. And everybody like treats it like such a big deal. I'm just like, you know, truthfully, when I got my foot in the door, I was an intern and I just literally saw that they were taking like 120 applications. They're, they're, it was like on this entertainment career, like job board before like Indeed happened and, and Monster was still around. But it was just like, oh, shoot my shot. I got to do this. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get in there. It's under 20. Like, obviously, there's not 120 interns running that place. But um, that was really cool. And when I was like in it, it felt like a dream. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I started out actually in the talent department. So like I would stock the green room. And um, I remember like when, one of the first years I was working there, I was, this is when Sin City came out and uh, they sent me to go welcome in Benicio Del Toro. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> losing your mind. I'm like, Mr. Del Toro, uh, <laughs> come this right this way. Well, we have everything ready for you. And here's a nice swag bag for you. <laughs> oh my God. So, so crazy to be like, to have your world kind of thrown in like that. Yeah, it, it, it's funny. Um, and then everything else, like, yeah, going to E3 is like super fun. And it's just a whole side of things that people don't normally get to see. Yeah. And um, I'm really grateful for the experiences. Uh, yeah. For 
Um, for let me see, like a couple of years ago, the the my you know the company that I was working for was really gracious enough to send me to Germany. Oh, uh, and, and I was like, I've never so for somebody who's never been outside of their bubble to go. I've been in the I've been to the Philippines a couple times, right? Hawaii maybe once, but I'm in Germany and like this is crazy. <laughs> and uh, your party age and you're running on sleep, like one to two hours for eight days e3 is like oh three days uh and a couple of like pre-days before okay but uh gamescom is like much bigger it's like uh five days and we were so tired <laughs> by the time we came wow. back and i remember even coming back and hopping off the plane and in the airport at lax uh, los angeles airport i was already like starting to tweet and upload things and answer emails like that's the one wow. thing about social media it's like it can be exhausting yeah. It really can be. It's getting better slowly because as an industry, it's getting bigger and a lot more people are understanding what it really takes. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, people still think I'm an intern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to find a, a company that really does value you. And I, I feel like now I'm at a really good place. Yeah. Um, I'm creating less content. But uh, I've used, I'm kind of using my experience to advise on an analytics side. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what do you, can I ask what you mean by analytics side? Sure. Um, you know, even like five years ago, three years ago, uh, or even now, if you're a social media manager, maybe if you, if you dive into social media, like marketing, Twitter, they'll just, the, there's a one complaint. It's like, we wear so many hats. You're a copywriter, you're a image designer, you're, uh, you know, you schedule the posts, you make recommendations. And then at the end of it, you got to justify your existence by showing the numbers to the big guys, right? Mm-hmm. So you take your performance, you know, whatever have you, how many people have seen it, how many people have clicked on it, how can you be better? Um, I'm doing most of that stuff. And then, you know, basically closing the loop of strategy, but just like, well, we've done this. What, how did we do? How can we do better? And then do that cycle again. Um, you know, yeah. Right before I decided I, I really wanted to do this because I was really getting burned out creating content and, and wearing the multiple hats. Yeah. I took like a coding boot camp to learn like Python and yeah. data analytics. Like I was literally soul searching so hard. Um, and, you know, an ad literally got me. They were just saying like, hey, learn data analytics and you can start with like a 90k salary <laughs> i'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's not too big like, yeah or, or I, I, that's a gross exaggeration <laughs> no no I, but I, you can I, still I, like find a job in tech it's a growing sector these are in demand right now and i'm like this is probably what i think i have to do because it's always been so um a part of like it's a, it's an art and a science so so to say Right. And I've always been like in the community side. It's like, oh, I like talking to people. I like making people like things. And then when it came to like um, talking business with, pe- with people whose bottom line it is like, oh, yeah, if you forget that it's a tool for them to market their product, then yeah. it's just like, we don't care about your meme. <laughs> we want to sell things. And I'm like, oh, well, I got nothing for you there. <laughs> <laughs> but they love you. Um, so it, it seemed really important for me to learn that part of the business, that language. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And maybe I get back into it. Maybe I do it for me. Maybe I do it for somebody else. Who knows what's next? I don't want to, you know, skip ahead and go and, and ask the, the final question, but I'm not yes. really sure what's happening. Wow. Just taking it day by day. Yeah. Do you ever get, wow. <laughs> do you ever, um, I guess like, is there a part of you that ever worries about like losing the creative aspect of your career? Because like what you just said is that there's, there's a, there's a business part of it. Mm-hmm. And every time I've always encountered the business part of anything, it's very um, like sales focused mm-hmm. and there's always like numbers and stuff like that. So do you ever worry about like, or do you ever feel pressured to sell as opposed to making people like something? I think um, that's always been the rub with me and it's, it's caused clashes within myself and even, you know, between me and whoever's employing me at the time. Right. Just like, don't do that. It's really bad. Yeah. (laughs) Ask anybody who does, you know, who's in this kind of like, um, in the sphere of work and they'll, they'll give you horror stories. There's a few good resources online. Like, um, there's like, a it's, there's this Twitter account called social media T, uh, which basically is like the whisper of just social media managers. And they'll just give you horror stories about a boss or a client or, or something like that. Most of it I've encountered oh, really? <laughs> I mean, because it's this thing. Can you make it go viral? And I'm like, listen, if you want to, you know, throw out a slur on the, on the, on the public timeline, you can go viral for the wrong reasons. Yeah. For the right reasons. It's really hard. And, you know, people are like, you could be like Wendy's, just be sassy. And I'm like, well, if you actually pay attention, there, I I don't want to say that they were lucky, but there were three like points, like major points where it's like, oh, now they've, it only takes one or two really viral tweets to kind of like solidify your identity online. Right. And for them, they were just served up. There's like, how many, how many free nuggets? And they said like hit a hundred thousand and Carter for nugs took off. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's really important to listen. Um, that said, the creative aspect, I can always jump back into because that's who I am at my core. Okay. So I'm really just kind of working on strengthening. This is my, my leg day that I always skipped, the, the business part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm really trying my best to, to do this part just so I have longevity or, okay. or even that um, to learn more things, to grow. Yeah. It feels so innate because I've really been doing like content even before I was doing it for internet or for social. I was like, I was making little skits and everything. Right. Easy peasy. I can go back and do that. <laughs> oh, that's really, I think that's really nice to hear though, that like, you're not worried about losing your creative side, but mm-hmm. also you're using like the business side to kind of learn more about it. You use the word longevity. So now that's I'm kind of, of yeah, I, I'm kind of curious um like why do you feel like sometimes there isn't longevity in your industry or our industry it's oh yeah um it's a young person's game (laughs) oh interesting you know um right now we're talking about gen z i'm clearly not in that age bracket i don't know how to speak to them i can only be me right so at my last place where i was working um i was basically i was leading a team for our department and, um, you know, I'm mentoring or managing people who are 10 to 15 years younger than me. Like I'll 
passes young get with the jokes, but they don't want to hear it come from my mouth because it's cringe. So the person that that person who's on, you know, boots on the ground and, and seeing the, you know, the interactions come in, they know the music, they speak the language, they write the rules for, for, for a video game company. Right. Um, and, you know, even if you're the most beloved figure in like video game history, you really, like, you, you got to, you have, you have to be self-aware and, and kind of know your own lane. So as a survival technique, I felt like this is my, like, I see who I was then and those are the people now and I'm a little bit further in my journey. So I feel like this is the right spot for me to really kind of either learn and prepare for the future. I mean, or at the same time, you know, I thought I was going to learn Python and data analysis to be maybe one of the first people to really kind of crack it okay from the marketing side although i'm pretty sure there's tons of people within facebook's and like engineers who they, they hold the algorithm in their pocket yeah but that's a well-guarded secret so yeah. it's me kind of coming from the outside in trying to be like okay let me figure this out yeah and provide value because from what from my experience is that there's a lot of people pitching you know what they think is good or what they know and a lot of smoke and mirrors in, in the industry yeah, I, like you know, a really good presentation deck and some crisp creative will get you very can get you very very far. Um, I even toyed with the idea of like, well, if I learn coding, then I could basically make my own tool the way I think it should be run. It's true. Um, you know, but I'm not an engineer. I can't like do the front end. <laughs> so I'm, basically, it's me just happy medium. Or maybe I get to that point, but right now in my journey, I still have to. I'm learning. I'm still learning so much. Yeah. And one other thing, it's kind of like what you kind of learn about your brand is almost specifically tailored to you. Yes. So there is no um, magic God particle <laughs> that connects everything. Yeah. Like, you know, what you might be working on is completely different. What my audience and community was built on. And so just to kind of learn that and live in it and grow with it and direct it is it's kind of an experience too. So I, I feel for brands that, you know, don't spend enough time really kind of cultivating their community because they're such a big asset because they're literally giving you the feedback you need to be better as a company. Yeah. A lot of people don't. And I get it because, you know, we have targets you have to hit, but there has to be somebody in between and you got to be the conduit. Yeah. The best, the best results come from, from that in my in my opinion wow and i and i mean i can't disagree obviously because uh i'm in it um but mm. it, it's really it's so cool to hear that side of everything coming from someone in the industry who's been in it for so long and and like has all these you know names behind you that like a lot of people don't know stuff like that right and it's mm. so thank you for for sharing that oh no no worries i mean you, you may never really get to know until you're in it. And so I've been very lucky to be uh, given the trust with some of these like brands that I've worked with. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really thankful for the people in, in my journey um, who like helped me, believed in me because oh. um, after that, after G4 went away the first time, 
I spent like a good 13 months or 11 months really trying to figure out what what I was going to do. Like, was I going to continue working in the industry? And this was my pivot, truthfully. I was really, really lucky, lucky to have a recruiter cold call me and say, I think you can do this. And I was really lucky to have somebody on the inside who said, you can do this. Um, one of those people were actually in that, in that thread. Um, and then, you know, the people in there just saying like, okay, like that, the cosine is is super, super big. And so I I wouldn't be here today without the people, um, in my life, (laughs) because I mean, maybe the, the, the first part was me applying for an internship and I carried myself that way. Right. But it's been a long time since that channel shut down and, yeah. <laughs> my life would be drastically different if I didn't have some of these people in my life. So that that really helps you. I mean, cuz like it's like it's so bleak to think that like you got to work for the rest of your life. How are you, how's anybody? You know, there's like every there's always a new story. It's like millennials like when are they going to buy a house? <laughs> oh god, please don't even get me started. Yeah, it's so stressful, right? And it's just like that I, I feel that yeah. So how am I gonna how am I gonna let alone like raise a kid, buy a house, um, make my way to retirement? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like how do I live? Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody's just buying Bitcoin and they're being bajillionaires. I <laughs> <laughs> you know. I wish I understood Bitcoin. I wish I did too. Uh <laughs> I, I kind of feel like the financial aspect of edu- that financial education is such a big thing. Um that I never really got a chance to I can't say I never had a chance. We all have the internet, but yeah, I don't think I've had a mentor in that space to really be like, this is what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Just, hoard, just put, put the money underneath your, your mattress. Yeah, I know. Like ever that they, they had it right back in the day, you know, you just, mm-hmm. you don't let anyone else. Don't trust your money with anyone else. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> right. That's the mantra. Yeah. Cause they're um, trying to for yeah. me money. Yeah, exactly. My, my my dad would always say like it's not how much you spend, it's how, or it's how much yeah, it's it's how much you save. And I'm like, yeah, but you could also make those savings grow. But we never dabbled in that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No one. Were, I mean, to be fair for them too, right? Like it's just it's a different understanding than we have now. Yeah. And even now, I still don't really understand it. So, yeah. <laughs> it's big scarcity. Yeah. I mean, if you're coming yeah. from the Philippines. It's like. Okay, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, no, that's <laughs> huge. I, I, I now I'm like, oh my god, you just touched on something that's like a huge thing for me because um, I grew up in an environment that wasn't. I mean, from elementary school to junior high, uh, I was like surrounded by Filipinos, and then we went to high school and we all kind of dispersed in our own different mm-hmm. high schools. And that's when I was like thrown into the pool of, you know, Canadians and like Caucasians, <laughs> right? Hey. And then, so my entire environment became influenced by that culture. Mm-hmm. And like you using the word scarcity was was something that I don't think, or I never felt they understood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I obviously don't want to put them in like a circle and like segregate them, but that was something that as a Filipino, I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So do you think that that scarcity mindset, I also have another question about community because that was such a nice like thing you said about <laughs> your family friends. Um, do you think that scarcity like kind of has an influence on you like constantly trying something new and keeping up with with like the generations and, and making sure that you stay in your lane, but that involves you needing to learn more? Um, you know, truthfully, it's, before I took that data analysis course, that had been a full 10 years since I had been in a classroom. And so I've just, I feel like I've, even though I've gained experience, I haven't really been expanding my mind. I'm more kind of been filling out my soul, <laughs> you know, because um, there wasn't really anything I haven't seen yet. It's just, I haven't lived it yet, but to really kind of like be uncomfortable, learn new things and be intentional about you know, how you want to add more pieces to your puzzle. I never really learned that until this. Now it's like, okay, that flipped a switch. And learning is fun. It's like to to be smarter or to know things. It's great. And if you're an analyst, the more things you know, the bigger they'll pay you. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bonus. But for me, what I like about what I'm doing now as an analyst or completely focusing on that. And I think I had to work out this analogy. I mean, it's, it's great to be a, a goof on the internet. No, don't worry. I love doing that. That's my thing. Um, yeah. But I, I tell this to people, uh, especially even like in interviews for, for jobs, <laughs> like um, karaoke. If I'm at karaoke, I would challenge myself to like not sing the same song twice, you know? Oh. It, get, it makes it really hard for me to really kind of, dig through the uh, the book and find something that you think you can hit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you haven't done before. Right. Um, but so be it like the, the chaotic nature of the internet, it's just like things just come out of you from left field. Like a meme will beam across the room and get to your feed from out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and I love that kind of chaos. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, so for me to learn new things is adding to my own personal chaos in kind of sense. Um, trying new things. That's what I was going to say. So being in analytics, it's, it's always asking questions, yeah. trying new things. Uh, the science portion of it, it's like, you know, it's not, we're not making vaccines, but, you know, you have a theory. You say like, okay, I'm going to set it up like this and see how this works. And that's the scientific process. You come back and you'd be like, did it work? Did we get more likes? Is it, is it, so, is it so shallow as just getting more likes? Yes. <laughs> but did we? Yes, we did. And uh, nice. let's Forget run with it. it. Let's run with that. That's the playbook, you know? Yeah. Professional design and creation is sometimes a nightmare. Let's be honest, it's a nightmare. Details and efficiency are important, but there's another way. With Canva Pro, you can schedule your posts automatically through the calendar that Canva gives you, so you never have to worry about missing a beat with all your amazing content. With beautiful design templates, tools to boost your workflow, no surprises. Try Canva Pro today. Um, I, It's like there's an evolution, there's growth. You question what it means to be or to present yourself and you understand your brand, you understand people and you, it's just that you're bouncing off each other. There's so many things that you, and just to kind of sit back and be just like, 
okay, I, I can see a pattern kind of happening here. I can use a computer to actually draw the lines off. It's interesting enough for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And then, you know, I, every week I get like 30 minutes to present and be like, this is my original thought. <laughs> <laughs> let me lure, let me, let me school you. Oh, I mean, yeah, so I cool. even had thought about being like a teacher. I don't really? think I'd, I don't think I'd be a good teacher though. No, I think I'd you'd be, be like the fun teacher. I think I'd be a good substitute teacher, but not like a real teacher. Oh, <laughs> I mean, the guy that everyone's like, yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah. He's a cool guy, but I, I don't, I don't think like a full-time, like, Oh, I, I don't think people <laughs> they should put too much stock in me. <laughs> you wouldn't even consider being like a data analytics or um, like a, uh, sorry, like a social media teacher. Cause they have that now. They do. Oh yeah. You know, I, I had been told that um, I can go back to like university and teach a course. Cause you don't have to have a credential. You just have to, I, I, I believe that's how it works. It's like, you know, yeah. You just, uh, <laughs> You just got to be an expert. Yeah. If, if it aligns with what they, what you think you can do and change your minds and yeah, sure. Professor Gerard, <laughs> let's go. Oh, cool. <laughs> I mean, that could be, you know, later down the line, you just decide I'm going to teach. Yeah. You know, I've, I've had a couple of times where I've been put into the mentor seat and it's nice for people to come and ask you questions about what you know. And this is, I'm not saying that you think of the world of me, but um. <laughs> It's it's a really good feeling that, you know, you're just kind of living your life and people say, like, I think you're doing okay. Yeah. Or like you're one of the coolest people I now know. <laughs> you now know. <laughs> I I still struggle to remember the first point of contact between me and you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think Goldie um tweeted something from you. And oh. I was like, that's bloody amazing and then i tweet i think i just tweeted a reply or something and you decided to like it and follow me and i was like holy crap i have a celebrity follower like i legit was like holy shit what do i do and then i was like he relax it's fine like he just like like because a lot of obviously social media people try to be online like you said all the time so i was Mm -hmm. like i'm just one of those people he liked and whatever and then when you followed me i was like i don't know what to do I need to clean up my Twitter. <laughs> like I need to be interested. No, I, well, I mean, um, to be, I mean, being Asian goes a long way, at least for me. Yeah. <laughs> for a follow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you got, you got the struggle. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go back in your tweets of like, are you just kind of lurking or do you got, you have original thoughts? You do. You're oh, a natural person. <laughs> so you passed bar number two. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and you know, you've really, you're creating something really cool here. And I, you know, so. what I, what I've, my analytical brain is going like, okay, well, clearly like this is for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I support that. That's really <laughs> like, like, listen, I, <laughs> I basically, you know, you Netflix binge something like this and this is my, my preparation, but like, you know, uh, at the turn of the year, you know, you, um, you start, you started to come down with some tears and I'm like, Oh God, I'm crying. Now too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, uh, I mean, I started it because of COVID and then it just became like a connection to the people that I loved. Mm-hmm. And then it became even cooler when it was a connection to the people that I admired. Mm. And that was such a big thing for me because I'm like, I would never have the courage 
or even think that I was like worthy to reach out to these people before. And now I was like, I have an, I mean, in my mind, I still think I have an excuse to be like, can I please like talk to you for like a few, for an hour or so. (laughs) And it's like, and I still think like that. I still, I don't think, you know, that my podcast is anything worthy of your time, but it's, it's so nice to have you and, and, and some of the other people I've already interviewed be like, yeah, no, that'd be super cool. I will react to it. Like I'm fangirling. I think until the end of time it'll never change that's great never lose that yeah Yeah. thank you um Uh, i really i I enjoy it yeah good keep on keeping on thank you you, especially if it makes you happy yeah yeah and if you get paid for it too then yes (laughs) i was gonna say like you're you must be living your dream because you have gone through this entire journey. You're still going through this journey. Now you get paid for it. <laughs> um, it really is just a job. You're glamorizing yeah. it too much. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It's I it's what it's so. what I it's what I can do for the meantime. Yeah. Get paid, and then to be on Twitter is just it's just an online addiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I'm. I'm on my race to get a thousand followers. Oh, I'm about five short, and it's it's such a dumb goal, right? No, it's not. I don't Can I be not. popular? You are, popular. Uh, but I, I I did run a I did run a bot on that thing. About half of them are actually non uh, like non active. Really? <laughs> so it's just be. So if you sit on this egg for long enough, a bot will find you, follow you. But that's okay. That's okay. It's just, you got to just. I don't know. Set goals for yourself. Yeah. Uh, trivial. I love that goal. I love uh, a thousand people is a lot of people. <laughs> I, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's, a, it's a sign of how much I kind of put into it too. Yeah. No, agreed. Okay. Um, I, I feel like I, I know I'm a serial. Ad- I could, I have been like a serial adder on like Facebook and, and Instagram and, you know, even kind of coming out of high school, you can just like literally add everybody in your class and be well on your way to a thousand. I think I have more than a thousand friends on like Facebook, but Twitter is a bunch of curated people who have come across my path through, you know, the tubes of the internet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like-minded people. And so I'm like super stoked for May. Cause then like, I'm just like all my Asian people are going to come out and be visible. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's going to show support. I'm yeah. like, yes, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I love the love. I know. It's amazing. Um, yeah, that's. So but you're cool. you're. Uh, but what I take from Twitter mostly, and if people aren't um, too creeped out by it, <laughs> is I put people on notification. So I may I may be a crappy friend in real life. I may never call you on the daily, weekly, see how you're doing, text you, whatever have you. I don't think I've ever built up that muscle memory, but I'm paying attention uh, yeah. to whatever thought dumb important or anything like that so uh not not to not to be like oh you better watch what you're tweeting because i'm going to see it (laughs) but i will see it (laughs) because you're yeah you're now you are now important you've always been important but now you we've we've linked up yeah no i love that and i'm all for you oh thank you no and i don't think that's creepy at all i think you know you are very aware of the fact that it's i'm not too sure if it's raining if you can hear the rain but no, I'm just pointing it out. Um, uh, I love the fact that you understand that you're not the type of person to like 
constantly checking on your friends. But I think that's that's the nice thing about, you know, like real friendships. You don't always have to be texting or calling each other all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, for you, I appreciate more that you're paying attention to things that I don't think anyone pays attention to. Um, because it's like, I don't know. I think it, it's nice to know that someone out there is like listening. Yeah. Right. That's the feeling. That's the yeah. feeling. Yeah. So no, thank you. Thank you for that. I don't think I, I love that. The, the algorithm will also, you know, be your friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eventually it'll just start feeding me your stuff and I don't even have to pay attention. Oh, wow. It, it just basically tells you like, you're good. Like, I don't know if you've been on YouTube, like when's the last time you dived in your subscriptions? Uh, the algorithm tells me everything I need to know. Yeah. Depending Long. on what, what flavor it is that day. Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. It's, it's, I, I, yeah, I'm really loose with what information they have on me, <laughs> but it, it serves me really well to basically tell me what I need to know. So be it. I, I feel like even in this profession, it's like, you have to understand it just a little bit. Yeah, no, that's true. That's so weird because I mean, now that you've pointed that out, I can't even remember the last time I was in my subscriptions. Yeah. I mean, that's I subscribe to everything. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, so I don't want to take up more of your time, but take I take as much time as you I want. could. I know. I'm just like, I could, um, I do have one big question now because you mentioned it, uh, while we were talking and now I'm just like, I, you're such a wonderful human being <laughs> and you. I can see why everyone was like, yeah, Gerard's like <laughs> this really cool cat. And I'm like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, you take or you put a lot of importance on your community and the Mm. people that got you where you are and your friends and family have supported you do you think that's a huge influence on why it's so important for you to be doing what you're doing no (laughs) no really (laughs) you talk like it though like i can hear it's so funny because you're such a humble person it's not i mean it's funny in, in a funny whatever way but like you're such a humble person, but I can hear that when you're talking. I mean, it's great for my soul. Yeah. To be close to people who genu- who, who, who don't mind my brain. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Professionally, whatever have you. I, I don't know if that's what you meant. For me, that's yeah. what I get out of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't keep, you know, just like it's, it's so important. Um, you know, like people like Goldie, you really learned. It's like you have to lift people up because everybody's trying to do stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's so hard to do it alone. Yes. Like try, try, try Kickstarter without any friends, not to say like, you know, friends who have cloud or anything like that, but just, you know, just the idea that, you know, people can buy into an idea, but truthfully what they say, it's, it's who, you know? Yeah, it is true. Not, not to really kind of le- like, they're not a lever to pull, but at the same time, I, I, it's, it's good to know that there's somebody in your corner. Yeah. That's all it is. I love that. It's <laughs> <laughs> so nice. And then, you know, you, you keep up with what, I mean, if you use it, you know, your, your platforms, what you do, you're actually, you know, doing something then that's, that's the, that's the most you really kind of do is to support your friends. In yeah. Their, when yeah. they, uh, when they put out a new episode of their podcast. Yeah. <laughs> If they're, if they're really betting big on something or my favorite is, you know, 
they find a job during COVID and they, they flip their bio and you're like, yes, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> you did it, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. I'm like, oh my God, yes, you got a job that you like actually L- like. Literally crushing it. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, they want to celebrate. Uh, and I love that. we got gifs for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Did it take you a long time to get to this space? Yeah, I did. I told you, it's like, I was so dormant and away from it because of just my reservations about what can really kind of be out there. Yeah. But like, yeah, you know, you, when you, when it becomes second nature, like you become more confident about using your voice, Yeah. Um, you know, and that could be just kind of like, I, I feel like I'm more outspoken now um, than I ever have because maybe somebody's let me get away with saying dumb, dumb stuff on the internet all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But at the same time, there's people there who are just like, yeah, you're on the right path. There there are people who care about you that won't do you wrong, you know? And, and, and to know that they are close and maybe listening to you keeps you accountable. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's super important too, because I feel like there are people out there who go out and say whatever they say that they shouldn't say because they feel like one, they're anonymous or, You know, yeah, basically that. Yeah. So to be conscious and be like, I'm going to put my real name out there with my real face keeps you very focused uh, with the things that you should or shouldn't say. Yeah. I think that's a really big part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. That's. Yeah. I mean, dumb guy on the internet but no, I know. <laughs> you, you 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 like under you definitely undervalue uh like yeah, definitely like, everything that you do like I'm, I'm constantly trying to like compliment you and like put you up and you're just like nah it's fine like i'm not really this yeah. big guy on the internet this, you this kind is of the, are this is the thing i told you right i was like you're you got to stop apologizing you're so hard yourself no, <laughs> i know you're like every time when you're listening to my podcast you're like yeah you apologize too much i'm like i know I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. It's <laughs> <laughs> just what I do. Okay. So I will try to stop apologizing so much. And you stop telling people that you're nobody because you're not. Well, thank you. I appreciate, you. I appreciate yeah. you. That's thank you. I appreciate you is something I learned out of Georgia that one year. That that changing. Like I appreciate appreciate it. Yeah. Versus I appreciate you. And I always that changed so that that southern hospitality was just like it's it flips like i appreciate you take yeah. that yeah or flip side when somebody says thank you very much you say you're welcome very much it's like oh, the icing on the cake yeah, <laughs> i love that it means you're like you're listening you know reciprocate it's not just rote It'd be like they say i thank you very much i always like to repeat the very much part such big emphasis on that part. Oh, little language techniques. I don't know. No, I love but that. It's just what I do, and it's great. I think it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good. Like I, I'm, I'm really excited for people to hear this episode because there's so much about you that, you know, aside from the like extreme side of being humble mm. and thinking that you're like nothing, which is not true. Um, you've you've had little tidbits of just like this constant, like you bring this energy of like sunshine but at the same time it's such it's a like a reality to that sunshine it's not just like sunshine and rainbows and everything's always mm. good and dandy yours is like sunshine but like you know it comes from hard work and like this is me trying not just it comes out of 
my butt kind of thing. Well, the hard part about what I thought was going to be in this podcast is because I've seen and heard people before me, right? Yeah. And the difference between maybe me and them, and I haven't listened to all the episodes, I will eventually, <laughs> um, is that I've always done it for other brands. So I can never get into it, uh, right? Because there's always like this well-guarded secret. But here's what I know from experience, but I can't really share it because it's somebody else's secret, right? Right. Whereas um, I forget who what her name was, but she has a, her own brand, her own like cosmetic like influencer. Oh, yeah, yeah, Eliza. Right? Yeah. And she can talk about it as much as she wants to. Yeah. Because she built it. She lives in it. She controls it. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, she can share as much as she wants to. Yeah. So like people listening for like this last hour would be like, he's really vague, <laughs> but he's swarm. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess I, 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 I hope I, I hope I can. Yeah. I think that's the next thing for me is to really kind of be uh, a person in that space who can dole out some, uh, some actual information that'll help people out. Yeah. Um, but if you need help, let me, let me know. <laughs> oh, thank you. Sure. And- I mean, again, I, I, I've been trying to do this this entire hour now. You uh, have said so many things that I think are super helpful to people. And I, I mean, I understand, very much understand the confidentiality behind certain things, especially with your job. Um, but, you know, you've given like life tidbits. And I think that's way more important than giving like technical advice to my audience. It's okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I love talking to you so much. This was really cool. I love that I met you on Twitter and that like we're mm-hmm. friends now. I love that. Sure, and thank we're you always for, friends. Yeah, and thank you for <laughs> um introducing me to like the community on Twitter. They're out there. Yeah, they're so friendly. These people like and every one of your friends are so talented. I'm just like, holy crap, I have so many talented friends now. <laughs> Those are just the Asian ones. <laughs> oh my God. Your world is like insane. You must, uh, you know, that, that I don't know if you've heard the same, but like you're the, you're made up of the five closest people to you. Yes. And I think, you know, yours must span like hundreds of people because like it, everyone in your circle, I can only imagine like obviously your wife and your, your new baby and like your in-laws and, and your friends and uh, like the rest of your family must have like such amazing energies about them because you're that person. I mean, I just show up. <laughs> I show up and I wish them well. Look, talk to my therapist about it. She'll tell you the same thing. <laughs> um, oh my God. Yeah. If you want to get into that. And I, I, I think you do. <laughs> and now I'm like, mm. I mean, can I? Anytime. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Because um, I love therapy, just for the record. If you didn't notice that in my podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. Um, life is on an upswing right now. So she she hates the... I think she doesn't like the fact that I've downgraded to like bi-weekly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when it was bad, I was like, I need this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give it to me like every yeah. second day of the week. But yeah, th- yeah. there's so much things about... There's, so, there's a lot of pressure being a new dad. Make sure you're doing it right. Yeah. Uh, when COVID was happening, not finding work and being real in the pits about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, 
And then being Asian now, right? Different. Yeah. So those those are those hit uh, in in the sessions. <laughs> yeah. No, I can imagine. Yeah, I think she hates the fact also that like I try I halfway figure things out. <laughs> I know <laughs> because there's two weeks in between. Yeah, no, I like, do the same yeah. thing. I'm always like, doing? whenever we have discussions, I like talk myself through it, so she doesn't really have anything to say anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, I, I think that's what therapy is, though, right? You're but ba- you're basically talking to yourself through someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Twitter's Twitter's self care too. <laughs> I love Twitter. Like it's but aside from Instagram, but Instagram I only use for the podcast now. I I can't. It's so overwhelming sometimes. Instagram. Mm. So t- yeah, it? Twitter's like amazing because you can curate what you want and then unfollow people. So it's just like okay. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a high learning curve. Not a lot of people love it. Yeah, I've heard that. I've read articles where people are like thinking, is it ever going to go away or should people, you know, stop using it? And I'm like, I don't understand why you should stop using it. I, would, I wouldn't be on Twitter if it weren't for the people that are there. Yeah, same. And, and not the ones that I've already connected with, but even the possibilities of other people who yeah. are like suffering. I, I like, you get these stories and you're just like, oh man, that's perspective. <laughs> like, you know? Wow. Yeah. That, that's something I don't think Instagram really kind of has. It's no. pretty. Yeah. You get more likes for sure. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's a different, it's a different type of audience for sure. Yeah. But like um when I click over to that explore tab, it's influencer city. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm like, or dogs. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know I keep trying to like end the conversation and then I keep having more questions. No, that's um, me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> I promise this is the last one and then I will like try and end it. Um mm. You brought up uh, like being Asian now. Mm. Like, I mean, it was, I mean, I, I, I don't know if you had the same experiences, but like growing up, I never really felt like being a minority. Mm. I never, like even in high school when I was like in the pool of Canadians, I, I still felt like a Canadian. I never really mm. felt left out or segregated in any way. I was never, you know, like I, I didn't go into a store and people were like, mm, I need to watch her. Yeah. No one's pointed it out to me. Yeah. Um, that I'm Asian really. I, I grew up in this part of like East, East LA. Okay. Uh, one more, one more uh, borderline East. I like to call it far East LA <laughs> where the Asians are, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where the boba is. Um, <laughs> so I've, that's my bubble. I, I, I I don't think I really kind of felt, no, no one's really pointed it out to me, but kind of understanding what people are going through in the middle of the world, um, or at least of this continent. And then you go like, oh, geez. (laughs) How do you, how do you feel about like what's going on right now? It's it's tense. Um, I'm glad that we're all in our homes. Yeah. Um, I hate the fact that they're attacking the most vulnerable of people who look like us yeah um the elderly right yeah and that basically means that it's just basically there's no uh there's no off limits (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i'm fine for now but once i peak at like 70 like bang that target's gonna be wide open yeah Yeah. (laughs) and i don't know kung fu 
yeah. or any of the other martial arts. Yeah. You establish this. <laughs> That's going to suck. I don't know if it's going to be like this forever, or I don't know if it's always been like this. It's definitely top of mind now. Now, I, I, for the longest time, I've never really had to think about being safe. Um, as a guy, I never had that shield or, or that, that, sorry, that, um, that like spidey sense that, you know, women might have like walking in the dark Yeah. now being Asian to think that you could be targeted just for having a certain eye shape and a certain shade of your skin. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Now I've got a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what I'm really kind of living with. I was, I was always navigating being invisible for a long time, but now I'm like, now that we're visible, I'm like, I'm a target. Yeah. <laughs> for me. No kidding. No so that's that's where I'm kind of at right now. It, yeah. It'll soon fade, I'm sure. I hope so. Yeah, me too. Um, Such a downer. I know. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh my god, I can't like end it like this. Um, okay, how about we end it with you telling a dad joke? Because I, I I didn't get any, dude. Like, what the heck? I know. It's just me ragging on myself. I know, like, and me trying to compliment you the entire time. <laughs> Um, let me pull up. Okay. Let, <laughs> let me, I don't have a dad joke, but let me pull up my Twitter. Ooh. I'll pick my favorite dumb tweet and uh, we'll go from there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, moments. Uh, <laughs> this is like, well, filed away. You want th- three? Two, yeah. One? No, give me three. Three is a good number. Okay. Um, <laughs> they're all like reactions to other things that's okay so star trek stuff give yeah this doesn't trek. this doesn't translate no no give me a trekkie thing do you like star trek uh i went through a phase where i watched like seasons of it mm-hmm. i'm not a trekkie by any means like i could never do a trivia night or anything but i know some stuff uh-huh yeah. Yeah, that's another part of my personality. <laughs> that's big. No, it's all pretty bad. All pretty bad. <laughs> no, please share it's, some. I'm sorry. What? Uh, it's my new plan. It's my new plan to make moist the new lit. And I'm getting verified on Twitter once rappers catch on. Ew! 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 <laughs> Why? Why would you get moist? <laughs> um. Sure. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing here no you can't shake your head and then not give me what it is that you're laughing at the audience is now wondering what's so funny because everything's supported with gifs all the whole time oh is it oh it is so it, it that, that has the like you have to have the visual super nachos is greater than superman uh <laughs> i'm sesame in the streets and google in the sheets uh oh my god yeah, that's not good that's horrible I have one of Beyonce doing her single ladies dance, you know, this yeah, yeah. thing, thing, and I yeah, call yeah. it the Dyson Airblade dance. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> okay. Well, let's stop there. We're good. We're there, good. You just lost followers. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, hey, Don. Uh, no, but on that note, though, thank you very much for uh, coming on the podcast. I, I, I appreciate you a lot so oh yes yeah i'm learning you talk thank you very much yeah thank you very much you're welcome very much (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, okay. So thank you. Uh, I will let you know when this comes up and then uh, we will continue tweeting because uh, you have been like this great, you, you've been a great person to meet. You too. Yeah. So um, just uh, yeah. remember the little guys when you're up there. I I'll mean, <laughs> okay. I will try to remember the little guys. If you remember to say hello when I get up there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I will ride your coattails to the top. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> okay. Have a good day, Troy. All right. See ya. Is, is this the fake buy? It's a, and, and then you stop recording and then we could just do a post talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. We can do that. <laughs> okay. okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Awesome.